What if you just fucking put them on an IV drip, let them hang out in there for like 12 hours, and then pop them in the head? What does it matter, dude? They don't know any different. Start, um, start talking now. And then now I get stage fright. <laughs> now I just stopped talking. Been talking your fucking ear off this whole time. I'm like, time. Um, so, so many great ideas. So many great ideas. Yes. Start recording. Hi. <laughs> just hello. Um, first off, start off thanking Urban Leaf for letting us use the facilities. This is uh, Urban Leaf in Cleveland, Tennessee. Of course, none of my ideas are representative of their ideas because I'm a crazy person. But, uh, yeah, thanks to Urban Leaf in Cleveland, Tennessee for letting us use their coffee shop to record my screaming into the void. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. I really, I swear to God, I, now my mind is blank. <laughs> like, now I don't know what to talk about at all. I have so many rants. So, much, so many rants, so much shit to talk so about, much. and I cannot think of a single fucking one let's talk about how stupid i am for wanting to start a podcast when there's already i mean i'd like to look up statistics but we don't really have to i'm just gonna throw this number out there and i'm gonna say it's accurate there's six million podcasts out there oh are we talking overall genres? just podcasts just podcast oh they're more than that more than six million ah uh, you know that's what there's Six million? So what you're saying? Oh, I think yeah, way yeah. more than that. More than that? Like a hundred million? There are eight billion people in right, the right. world. And just in how many people are in the US? Three hundred million, four hundred million? No, four hundred million. Four hundred so. million. <laughs> there are five hundred thousand supposedly uh over five hundred thousand right. US citizen active on TikTok. <laughs> So, yeah, 500 million, whatever it is. Right. So they have more people on TikTok than there are actual people in America that are supposedly on, on this TikTok because everybody has multiple, multiple accounts, accounts, bots, Chinese multiple, spies, multiple podcasts, Chinese spies. Yeah. There's, some people have multiple. I'm on multiple podcasts. Yeah. This makes number three. <laughs> Well, four we go back old school. Yeah. Well, I was saying if you count uh, the oh, one yeah. with Nate and Art. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I'm kind of, you know, that's more producer. Right, right, right. But still. Anyways. Yeah. Which is just me giving a glorified. I mean, does anyone so. really want to hear me rant? Like, yes. give me a good reason as to why someone would want to hear a fucking 25-year-old with long hair that thinks he's going to make it in comedy do right. fucking just rant about nothing. <laughs> well, I can give you I, I can give you two reasons that I can think of off the top. One, because those of us who know how you rant know there is entertainment value in it because you can tell you're passionate about the rant, <laughs> but it's yeah. how you're passionate and kind of the the comedic timing or the things that you compare it to or whatever right. that make it funny. <laughs> and you actually usually have a valid point, and then you're like, no, but wait. You don't understand that. So yeah. it's you make it interesting. You make it fun to listen to. Then there's the outs. The, there's another view I can see it being seen as, because exactly like you said, you're just you're starting up and stand up comedy. Yeah, you're 
a nobody. not even a year in at right today's date right so you knew so why would anybody care about that some people like to watch you struggle i'm fine with that you know what i mean yeah yeah. no but i know what it you doesn't mean. always have to be malicious like right 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 i want to see you struggle it's just see where you started you see how yeah. far you make it yeah i could see that most of it does come from hatred though let's be True. real let's be most yeah. people want to see me fail overwhelmingly and it's they don't have to know you it's not you yeah. personally it's right, just right. not them they, they yeah it's exactly exactly they fucking perfectly said it's not them it's yeah. not them winning so they're like no i want to see this guy fuck it up i want to see this guy throw his life away which is what I'm doing. Oh, Welcome to. Funny? Yeah, sure. Uh, probably should tell people my name because no one knows who I probably. am. My name is Jet Tatum. That is my name. <laughs> Do a bit r- real quick. Named after Jet Lee and Channing Tatum. Ironically, white dude with an Asian cock. Mm. Fucking. <laughs> this is uh, Jimbo. And Jimbo. <laughs> That's how we're as it. <laughs> Dude, we might just keep your you name can, Jimbo. You can find my twin. Yeah. On on a different podcast yeah, called it, Beer Loss. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm this is I'm Jimbo, Jimbo Tatum. <laughs> the legal name J I M B O. Identical to me. Um, but with a smaller dick. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Richard. We call him Richard or Richie. Yeah. He's gay. Yeah, he's definitely gay. <laughs> he tries to hide it well. He figures if he looks as manly as I do, that that's why he shaves his beard the same way, haircut. Uh, Even lives in my house. It's weird. Oh man, our wives are also twins. I guess I could. <laughs> <laughs> but Richie's wife is actually a tranny. <laughs> it's just a what? A tranny. A tranny. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you said tree. I was like, well, a tranny. Now, because your wife, Jimbo, mm-hmm. your wife is Richie's wife's right. technical twin. sister, twin sister, yeah. was born her twin brother. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and then she transitioned. We have a very open fa- yeah, yeah. minded family. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, she. She impregnated your wife to have the autistic kid, right? They had. I think that's what happened. At least that's what I was told. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't remember. I guess I could talk about why I feel the need to do this podcast. The fact that the other one I feel I is not going to fucking go you anywhere. I have to. You kind of just do different things. You just do it. You don't have to explain yourself. Nah, I don't. I don't think I gotta explain myself. But yeah, can, I mean, I have to explain. I'm on to, uh, multiple podcasts. You don't. You don't have to be like, hey, I'm only loyal to this podcast. That's it. Yeah. And you gotta try out your own things. It's your style where you're. You get to make the decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and my decision is for you to shut the. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Please don't. You're the only thing keeping this You're the bomb. going at the moment. Oh, no. It'll get there. It is crazy to me that, like, earlier I was just going and going. My brain would not fucking stop. And as soon as you press record. That's why I usually don't say anything. Yeah. Like, when we're... Yeah, yeah. You just uh, start recording we while we're talking. 20% fire. I just start recording and let y'all talk and wait for Nate to go... Yeah, no. 
or whatever his stupid laugh is. I love you, Nate. Don't worry. But you do have a stupid laugh. The fucking one might say the worst laugh. I don't know that it's the worst. I've heard some pretty, and I'm sure you have too. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Where's that that one girl who laughs and tries to talk at the same time all over memes and oh, shit yeah. right now? Um, <laughs> this fucking have you have you been to like a comedy show when uh when you it's kind of a dead crowd but you have one snorter and yeah. she just laughs at everything. I've never been to one. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I've, I've seen it on YouTube. I, when I was in Oklahoma, we were at Bricktown. I was doing the Bricktown open mic. And, uh, uh, like, I mean, the fucking place was dead. There was maybe 15 audience members that were not comics there. Right. Maybe 15. And we're talking about a comedy club. Like, so it's a big room and it's yeah. just empty. So it sucks. Like, even if you, even if everyone laughs at your joke it still feels like it fell fucking flat because there's just no one there so everyone's going up and there's a snorter a girl and i mean like loud too loud snorting and most people think if you saw comedy from an outside perspective and you were like you didn't know about comedy you just watched that happen you would think maybe she's being disruptive but truthfully like People were laughing harder at her snorts than the jokes. So really, she was carrying the show. Right. Then this dumbass goes up there and starts bombing, like, immediately. And then tells a joke that made her laugh and snort. And I saw what happened, because I was able to watch it from a real outside perspective, but also knowing what he's experiencing on stage. Right. So what happened is his joke kind of bombs, but she thought it was funny. And so she snorted real loud. And the whole crowd is so sick of, because everyone was bombing. So it just sucks. So the whole crowd laughed at her snort. And I was watching him, and you could see his demeanor change. He went from... Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm kind of the shit up here. You know, it, it is about me in this moment. And then she got a bigger laugh than any of his jokes from her snort. He went in on her and he was like, he was like, you know, your fucking snorting is just disrupting the crowd. Like this bitch with the snort said that and like turned the entire crowd who was basically only there at that point to hear her snort, yeah, right. <laughs> turned the whole crowd against him. And was like, uh, was and he didn't know what happened. I could, I'm watching him. Like I'm watching how he reacts to this. So he calls her a bitch. He hear, we hear the whole crowd calls her a bitch. Yeah, he's like this bitch with a snort just keeps interrupting everything. But hey, motherfucker, that's the only laugh you got. She's laughing at you. Yeah. You weren't funny enough before that the same. Just, but what? But <laughs> really but if I put my mind into his perspective, what he saw was, I put these fucking jokes together. I wrote this set out. It's going bad. I'm getting uncomfortable. Bombing's the worst, dude. Bombing is the most uncomfortable you'll ever be in your life if you actually care about comedy. So you see him bombing and all that, and then his joke bombs. And she got a bigger laugh than him. That's what it was. And so he he got defensive and knew he had to try and make something out of it, which he could have. He could have right. addressed the snort. Another dude did that it. Worked. Yeah, another dude did it a couple times earlier. And, like, actually a couple people went into it. So it kind of started getting old. 
Because they were, but they were like doing jokes. Like they, they were being funny about her snort, not targeting her, not calling her a bitch, you know, Right. but he got, I saw what happened in his mind. I put myself in his shoes and I could see myself doing that. Cause you're, you just caught up. You're mad because your shit's not working. You're more mad at yourself than the crowd really. But right now you just hate the fucking people that are in front of you right now. Don't do that. Especially nowadays, dude. Like, cause you don't. You don't shit on the audience, especially as you're no, up and no. coming or, you know, working on who you are and stuff yeah. like that as a comic. You can't, you can't shit on your crowd like that because you're never going to win anybody that way. You're never going to learn anything from it. You're also um, forgetting that people will have phones and record shit right. like that. Yeah. Well, they're told not to record at comedy clubs, but yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but people do anyways and they... It won't matter at that point because that and it gets taken viral. out of context. A little clip, yeah. Shitty comic, fucking. You're not famous enough for you know any attention no. good attention thing. You're well. I mean, <laughs> I've seen open micers come out there and like they purposely turn the crowd against them. Like why? Well, okay, so I'll give you a couple examples, not like word for word or anything, but like one comic will go up there and just. I've done it. I've told the whole crowd they were stupid before in, in at the comedy catch. I have, I have a... I didn't straight up go, y'all are all fucking stupid. I didn't say that. But what was happening was um, I was doing my... Uh, I did that crow joke, you know, about the, the murder joke and all that shit. And no one got it. And so I got, like... I knew I could make it funny. So I was like, I feel like I have to explain myself whenever that joke doesn't work. And then I said, a group of crows is a murder. And so a lot of people go, ah, like that. And I go, ah, yeah, fucking idiots. Like, that's what I said. And that got a big laugh. And because they could see that I wasn't, I'm not a cocky motherfucker. But like, my joke didn't work because y'all are dumb. That's basically what I was saying. And then I made that a reoccurring thing, but softened the blow. Because I was like, see if y'all get this joke. Or this one might be a slow burner. Or like I did a I did my Oreos joke where I say I like I like the I like to eat Oreos. I really like the ones that are chocolate on one side, vanilla on the other. I usually like to segregate, I mean separate them. That joke. <laughs> and everyone laughed. Right. Like and I was like, Oh, y'all got that one real quick, huh? Y'all got that one real quick and kinda like turned it back on them. Yeah. That's playful Bunch though. Racist. That's playful. But I've seen I've seen People go up there and just turn the crowd against them because they think it's, they think it's funny. Like they think it's gonna be funny to people when they come off as cocky, arrogant, and right. and douchebag. But I've also seen dudes that did that on purpose for a bit, like, and it's a well crafted bit and it fucking pays off. Right. Like because if you turn the crowd against you, and then you're able to dig yourself out of that hole. When you get on the other side of the hole, dude, it feels amazing. Because now they're like, oh, okay, we kind of like this guy. He's kind of an asshole at first. Do but... you remind them at the end how they hated you at first? Well, I mean, I haven't done that because I'm afraid no, to but turn I'm the saying, crowd okay, against But if, if if you had the opportunity that you figured out how right, to crack right. that perfectly, I wouldn't remind end, them. you remind them, do you sit there and while everybody's no, no. like busting out laughing and you go, and y'all were against fucking whatever I said about abortions or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could if it's like, if it really 
somehow loop it back to if go, you, if, now yeah, you yeah. see what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely could, and that would yeah. be great, but it's so dangerous and it's scary. And that's the fun part of comedy is like trying the dangerous shit. Like I have one bit that I don't know that I'll ever be able to do, and I'll tell you off podcast. <laughs> All right. Because, I mean, it's, I don't know that I'll ever be able yeah. to do it. Actually, we'll just, I'll say it and you'll cut it. And then we'll talk about it. All right. right, This quick message from our sponsor. (laughs) Our sponsor. um, Urban Leaf. Urban Leaf and Pure pure Agua Purified Water. And Paps Blue Ribbon. And Paps Blue Ribbon. All right. So the the bit is. You could never say this joke. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that I'll ever be able to say this joke. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So, yeah, no, that's a joke you'll never be able to tell. Never. I'll never be able to do that joke unless I can... Not in front of an audience or ever in a place where it could possibly potentially be heard or recorded. Dude, I'll put it on my special. You better be... Here's the, here's the thing. Famous, famous. Untouchable famous. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. To where, like, mm-hmm. even black comedians would be like... <laughs> Have you ever heard Louis C.K.'s bit where he says the N-word? Yeah. Where he's talking about the inward on the forklift. Yeah. And then he the guy goes to his cousin who's like usually understanding about that. He's just complaining about his family. He's just not progressive enough and they're stuck in their ways. And and then he tells him the whole story about the black guy that was on the forklift and he fell asleep and he's like the inward fell asleep on the forklift? <laughs> like that's the whole punchline. Yeah. That is Louis C.K.'s punchline. And he says it five or six times. But here's the thing is he's just he's not just going up there Michael Richarding pointing at a black guy and going inward 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 you know what I mean he's he's I don't know how I would love 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 to to know how he crafted that bit specifically like where that came from if it was a true story or if he just wanted to say it on stage yeah because it's not his only bit that he says it on stage he has a couple bits where he says the inward like a couple of them. And every time you can tell that he has gone through trenches telling that joke, right. trying to make it work. You can just tell. Like if you know how writing goes, you can tell that that dude that dude had so many people turn against him. Yeah, but he also from that was joke. doing that during a time where everybody didn't have a cell phone that re- could record it to. He's doing them now. Yeah, I know, but he's already known for doing it kind of thing. Like, you think a startup coming comic. I'm really not, I'm not worried at all about someone recording a bit of mine and putting it out, out of context. I'm really not. Honestly, do it. Like, do it. What The only thing you're going to do is help me. Yeah. Because you're going to take a joke that I said out of context, and then I'm going to be able to explain my side. Mm-hmm. Comedians are gonna take my side, or when you put it all over social. As long media. as I'm not just going up there, let me tell you the good things about Hitler. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, if, if it's not, not that, it. if I'm not just doing real hate speech, like I hate that term, but actual hate speech. Yeah. As long as I'm not doing that, you can't. I you can't touch me. It's jokes. It's literally jokes, and this has been covered. And I don't want to. I don't want to rant about that. About people getting mad about jokes because way better comedians have. The whole point is a joke. That if joke. you don't get it, that doesn't mean it wasn't a joke. Right. Well, even hold on. But Patrice O'Neill said it 
the best way when he was defending rape jokes back in like 2012 or whatever it was, 2014. Right. He said a good joke and a bad joke come from the same place. You don't know whether it's a good joke or a bad joke until you try it. So meaning if it's a bad joke and it's super offensive, you have to try it. Like that joke I just told you Mm. at some point, I wrote it. I'm going to have to try it. And I have worse jokes than that. I have worse jokes than that. But here's the thing. It, and I I really, like, I'm really starting to cling to words from Patrice O'Neill, especially since he's gone. So you just kind of got to absorb absorb what he had. But he, yeah. he truly was, and I don't want to, like, deify him or anything, but he really was, like, a purist when it came to comedy. He didn't care if... You weren't supposed to touch a subject. He didn't care about any of that. Can you make it funny? That's it. And that's what... Have, have I not said that since I started comedy? If Is it funny? Is it funny to you? Okay, that's one thing. Can you translate that to where a lot of people think it's funny? And another thing that Patrice O'Neill would say is... If, if you're doing real comedy, you shouldn't have the whole crowd laughing. You should have 50% 50 people laughing and 50 people horrified. That was his idea of being a perfect comic. Is if you can split the crowd right in right in half. Yeah. You can have half of them laughing with you and the other half be disgusted by you. What's wrong with that? Um, Cuz at the end of the day, yeah, you're trying to tell jokes and you're trying to make people laugh, but like you not everyone's going to laugh at what you laugh at. Like, I laugh yeah. at fucked up shit. You laugh at some pretty messed up shit. But I guarantee you, I laugh at some way darker shit than you do. Oh, and then yeah. you have a different side of darkness. Like, darkness isn't... Dark well, humor everybody isn't... Everybody has a different measure to what is... What darkness. is dark, yeah. yeah. Like, how far is too far? And where is the line? And so on. Yeah, like your 14-year-old son saying... uh New York towers are falling down, falling down. <laughs> I've tried that on stage three times. No one thinks it's funny, dude. I love that shit. It's because it's twisted. We know it because we understand the comedic value. Maybe I should express express that my nephew is 14 years old, or should I make it like six? <laughs> just, just tell him that your nephew's in the dark humor. Dude, that bit, that guy's bit about never forget where people come up to ground zero like i swear to god yeah i swear to god there there was two towers here that's fucking hilarious it's so good now they um we'll find that and put it in the description yeah yeah yeah. because it's full i can't remember his name uh actually i'm gonna pull up his name not that actually no i'm not because It'll be in the description my shout out what it means jack shit what doesn't mean jack shit but just so if somebody sees it that's it it Give him credit because it did just kind of tell his right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool if you you at least don't tell give him credit. Like you didn't do it verbatim. Right, right. I just reenact the whole thing. Shortened it down. Um. By the way, when you were saying some of that, I was thinking of names. Because when you said it, um, why don't you name it Jets? Can you make? Yeah, can you make that funny? What's funny? Can you make it funny? Can you make it funny? Jets, can you make it funny? I don't know. Jet Tatum's, can you make or it funny? Or that's just a segment. What about Jet Tatum? Is just have a segment that where can I, make it funny. Where I, we take something that's just... Not. 
How can you? Can we take the subject? The can we make it funny? Can you make it funny? It's just, you know, that'd be fun to do. We'll I'll put that in the little think box for. Is, it doesn't have to be like in every episode. We'll have to look. We'll have to look it up, but we might call it. But is it funny? We'll have to see if that's taken. Because yeah. I like that. But is it funny? I'm just saying it's a segment. Right, right. But is it funny? Yeah. Because people would be like, that's me. But is it funny? Yeah. No. Well, not to you, but some people laughed. If you take and use your imagination for once and stop right. putting emotions and stuff attached to them. Put your stupid morals and ethics and fucking reasoning and love and logic and niceness aside I mean, and laugh at a fucking dead baby. <laughs> 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 For God's sake, like you gotta smile or you're just gonna cry your Yeah, dude. I mean what's the, what's the fucking point? I I mean That's the reason I think the whole reason I wanna be a comedian is because I did mushrooms and now I cannot agree with the way society is run. Like I I I I would put a bullet in my brain the first office job I have where I'm working fucking nine to five in a cubicle. I would yeah. blow my brains out, dude. There's not yeah. a chance I've done. I've worked at construction, hated it. Security hated it. Yeah. Almost actually did kill myself because of security. It's just one of those things. It you just can't sucks. Be, it's not that anybody who does those jobs or is that, that, you know, Oh, how could you No, It's you're just not built for that. You, yeah. you have a passion to drive for a certain thing. And I talked to mom about that too. Like I, and I've, I kind of feel uncomfortable when I talk to my mom about it because you know, she, all she wants in life is like a roof over her head, right. weekends off, you right. know, insurance and family. That's it. Yeah. And like, that's honorable. Yeah. And I, and when I talk about it to her and it makes it sound like I dis- despise it cause I do truly, but I don't despise it for her. Because right. it makes her happy. What makes you happy makes you happy, and you can't change that. What makes me happy is fucking getting getting on my notes, working out a bit, telling myself I suck, telling myself it's not funny, and working it out until I'm literally giggling at myself, going on stage, trying that brand new joke out, yeah. and making people laugh. Dude, I get a high... Like, no drug can give me except DMT. Right. And you can't just be in DMT world all the time. No, no, no. You can't. I mean, you can get an IV drip and you can be on DMT, Good, but then but you're just doing... You're in the Matrix now. And what's the point? Yeah. Because yeah. robots aren't even benefiting. You're just fucking laying there on a DMT IV drip and the robots aren't even getting power from your fucking energy. No. So what's the and point? you're technically dying. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just killing yourself. I mean, they could put you in stuff, but... If you ever tried to decide to come out of that, dude, what was that called when you lose your muscle and shit like that? Oh, atrophy. Atrophy, yeah. No, no, this is what you do, right? This is fuck senior care and like health and all those nursing homes. This is what you do. You you get all these old fucks that are like that are ready for a nursing home that they want to die, right. and you put them on a nutrition IV and a DMT IV drip, and just fucking send them on their way. Yeah. I mean, if you don't ever come back to your physical it's a body, meaning to hospice, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you don't ever come back to your physical body, what the fuck does bed sores matter? You know what I mean? If you're just in a fucking dimension, 
and you don't you can't feel shit because you're with the gods, if you will. <laughs> I don't see it pouring through dimensions. But my my knowing how the world reacts to things, it'll never happen because the, it's inhumane. They made the choice though. Yeah, like, yeah. You're signing choice. a paper. It's not their kids sign off their And you like and you actually. sign up for the program way before you're senile. Right. Like when you're in, like, you have to be of cognitive that. mind and all that. And then what we do is we just people are like, Oh yeah, but what about space? Like put storage, like where are we gonna put them? That's a lot of hospital beds. You can put the more fuck do you need hospital? They're not. Hold on. Shh. What do you need hospital beds for? You stack their fucking bodies up like goddamn loaves of bread. Put them in a cold storage cellar closet and fucking stack them up with the IVs coming through the ceilings. What the fuck does it matter? You how think about waste though, like, dude, put them in the incinerator. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I mean, what does it matter, dude? Fucking wind. If they're let them have a trip that's a flat ass, but the whole time you, they're burning to. What death. if you just fucking put them on an IV drip, let them hang out in there for like twelve hours, and then pop them in the head? What does it matter, dude? They don't know any different. Yeah. Is this euthanasia? Yeah. Is it kind of the same thing as assisted suicide? Yeah, but a lot more fun. Give this is here's my real argument. Here this was that was all a joke. That was all a joke. Here's my real argument. You know about the assisted suicide in Seattle and all that? Yeah. Which is a real fun alliteration, assisted suicide in Seattle. Yeah, don't ask me to say that. That would be dude, that's a that's a good like blues song. We can make a blues assisted suicide in Seattle. <laughs> Anyways. Here's my idea for that. Instead of having all these sad people that just want to die, just go in there and fucking die peacefully. Put them into DMT world. Here's the problem, though. What if they, like, go into DMT world and they're like, oh, I have so much to live for that they're just dead? Like, because you put them in the DMT world and then you put the lethal so injection in. It has to have something in it that says they have had to literally tried dmt yeah yeah. so what you do is you take the people that want to commit suicide right and you go all right so here's the deal this is going to be a 48 hour experience we are going to have a trained therapist come in you're going to go on an iv drip of dmt and nutrients so that you like don't get sick and all that for six hours okay and then when you come out the trained therapist is going to talk you through things and let you talk it out. And if you still feel the need to go through with it, you go back into DMT world, and next thing you know, next life. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just, this life is over with. I th Dude, if, truly, if I was, like, at the point where I was ready to do assisted suicide, or if I was, like, in Michael Laird's position with ALS and all that shit, where I felt like I was a burden on people and I felt the need to just cuz I tr I don't believe in being a burden. I don't believe in being a fucking okay. <laughs> All right. Let me dial that one back <laughs> before I just get everyone again. But I'm saying okay, if if you if, if for me, for me personally, right. if I became disabled to where I had MS or ALS or something like that where I was wheelchair bound. People had to feed me and wipe my ass and all that shit. For me personally, I would want to die. And not die because like, oh, my life sucks. I can't do anything. I don't want to be a burden on someone. And even if it's like, yeah, but we're family. So we're here for blah, blah, blah. Nah, nah, I get it. It's still a fucking burden. Nah, like it's that. a burden. You know what I mean? So 
I'll tell you why that's a fun subject. <laughs> and then I mean fun. Well, it depends on your definition of fun. When <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think about it, but uh, so that's why Tim's my stepdad. That's why his dad killed himself. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Literally because he did not want to be a burden. And I don't agree it, with. It wasn't selfish. It, it like I get that it's it, right. Suicide is often viewed as a selfish thing, and in, in, in a way, it is. But he did it because he didn't want his kids having to. Well, wipe dude, his own, wipe his ass, you know. Dude, in the old Norse society, they would when when people got to a certain age, and like they got too old to where basically people had to care for them. They, not the village. No one would encourage this. They would go off into the wild, find a cliff, and jump off of it. And it wasn't like, it wasn't just like go against somebody they knew they couldn't win against in a hung gang or, or whatever. They might. I mean, if they were warriors and they felt yeah, like they needed to die by the sword, then yeah, they would. But most like commoners and stuff, if they lived to be an old age to where they couldn't help out in society anymore. They would just jump off, and they would do it in groups. Like, they would go up and be like, hey, we're all old fucks. Let's go. And then that was it. But, I mean, and it, like, today we look at that as an awful thing, and, like, we're losing lives and stuff. But, I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, as they did and as I do, like, if you believe truly that you will come back into another life, why not go? If you're suffering and you're in pain and you're causing other people heartache and hardship, like... Why not go ahead and start the next one? You I know mean, what I mean? Like, why not? Why not go ahead? And if you're even if you're unsure, why not go ahead and find out what's on the other side? You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. you're gaining nothing by staying here. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I get to be 85 and my comedy is dog shit and I'm still doing open mics and doing, I'm probably gonna go find a cliff and jump off of it. Actually, I would probably stand on a cliff and blow my brain out just because. I don't want a chance of living through pain. You know what I mean? Yeah, or the fear the whole time you're falling. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, dude. I did acrophobia at Six Flags on Tuesday for the first time last time, oh, yeah. first time and last time. I've ridden that. I do not like the feel of falling. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't ride the. I used to love those rides. I don't ride them anymore after I've seen so many stories of people getting like the bottom half of their legs cut off by the wire snapping oh dude yeah like so i'm like no nah, i'm good that's all i could think about was that shit snapping and yeah dude uh-uh. i've seen at least three stories i know of but um but yeah i for me personally if i was getting to that point i would definitely like just go ahead and end it and i would leave See, my biggest fear is actually like i don't want to be a burden either right but I also um, still have that people pleaser in me. That's like people are gonna be sad. Yeah, that's why you like but the my thing. My fear is not you either just do it or you got to sit down and explain it to people. You either just go off and disappear. I know the arguments. I, I it's the yeah. explaining that you're it, you're not getting anywhere really. But well, then you just write yeah. down your feelings and be like, "This is how I feel," and then yeah. But would I fear more than that kind of stuff? I don't want to die in fear or in pain. Right. That's why, like, burning to death or something, or knowing, seeing my death come. No, I just yeah, yeah. fucking. If I, if I'm ever on fire, you want to go out. You want to go out like a like a Lenny and 
of mice and men. Yeah. Just it, talking about, tell me about the rabbits, George. <laughs> if I'm ever in fire, I'm like fully engulfed in fire to where there's no survival. I don't care if I can survive. If I can survive it and I look fucked up, I don't care because I'm going to make that funny. I'm going to live my life Kill doing me. whatever I want to do. Kill me. Have you seen no. burn victims? Yes. I'm ta- right. I'm saying to the point where it's livable. I'm not talking looking like fucking Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger or some shit. Or uh, or uh, um. If I'm ah, uh, what was it? Hold on, hold on. Which I'm fired to shoot. I'm serious. What was it? Shoot Fire Marshal. Fire Marshal Dan. Was that what it is? Jim Carrey? Yeah, yeah in Jim Living Carrey. Color. Or he has no <laughs> yeah, look like that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh-uh, shoot. It's somebody's hey. <laughs> And he always has his eyes like, what's the wrong way? Did somebody say fire? Or I, I don't remember. I can't do a Jim Carrey impression. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, I rode... Um, they changed the, the Cyclone at Six Flags. I went to Six Flags for my birthday. Which one was the cyclone? The cyclone was like when you first walk into the main entrance, it's to the right, it's that old wooden one. You know, it's basically just hills. Oh, the Georgia cyclone. Georgia cyclone, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now it's called the twisted cyclone. Is it the same ride? Here's the deal. So we, Mom, Matthew, and I went and rode it. Because we were going to ride the Scorcher first, but we were like, uh, Mom had to stop and pee, so we had to walk, and we were right in front of the, anyway, it really doesn't matter. We went to go ride the Twisted Cyclone, and I was like, well, I want to see if it's new. They had new cars. It was like this little, the front end was like a 50s Corvette. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like the train car. And uh, I was like, this is probably just going to be the same old ride. We'll just hop on and get it over with. Because I, I wanted to ride every ride in the park. That was my whole goal. Yeah, yeah. So we hop on it, and uh, immediately, like, takes off like that and I was like whoa that's different and then it goes around a curb and then it goes up a hill I'm like ah oh, yeah same old ride maybe they, I think they just sped it up we go down the first hill and come up the second hill usually that second hill you just go up and down and then you go around right it goes up and immediately I mean sh- jets up shoots up Twists like this, goes up completely upside down, twists around, and then comes back around another thing and does a corkscrew. And I'm like, So it's not the wooden. It's still wooden. Dude, when you look at it, it still looks like. Because when we walked up to it, I was like, This is the same old cyclone. They just changed the name, like rebranding or something. How are they getting it to do loops? It's not loops. It's not loops. It's twists. But it is full upside down twist. Like some of them twist like this and back, is and then some the of them do full. Like the- yeah, dude. Are you shit? Oh, dude, oh. it's it's insane. And I rode front seat for it, so like, oh Jesus, front seat. The hood is like literally like this long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can see the tracks directly in front of me. Right. And I'm just like I'm looking down, and I mean it is. 20 times faster than what the Georgia Cyclone Yeah, was. yeah. 20 times faster. Those old school. Tick, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Tick, 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 when you shoot down and shoot up that first one and twist, dude, immediately I was like, 
What like because the whole thing I, I kept saying to mom the, the whole week before I was kind of kidding but also not I was like I think I've lost my childlike joy like I went to a, a baseball game and, and watched the fireworks and shit and I was just like this is loud and annoying literally that's what I thought <laughs> the fireworks I was like this is just fucking loud flashbangs like this is all, that's all it is but anyways I whispered that to her and I could see she like chuckled but then she got a little sad in her face. Dude, I started riding that ride and actually got scared on a roller coaster for the first time just because it was so intense and I wasn't expecting it and I was stoned out of my mind. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so like it's going fast and I'm I literally got like scared for a second and then I got that like adrenaline where I was enjoying it. And I, I just leaned to mom. I was like, I got my childlike joy. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there. I'm I just did inside. Completely. Yeah, I'm not dead inside. <laughs> Dude, agoraphobia the whole time. I seriously thought I was going to puke. I was feeling like sick to my stomach. I looked pale. Mom took a video of it the whole time I got off. And Matthew thought I was because he always like thinks I'm messing around and joking. I looked at him. I was like, I'm not joking. That scared the fuck out of me. Like, I don't feel okay. I think the reason I was able to deal with it is because growing up at a very young age, riding free fall. Now, free fall has not been there in a long ass time. At Six Flags? At Six Flags over Georgia. Um, free fall was you got into this old rickety metal, not even painted to look fancy elevator type thing oh no fuck it i don't even want to hear it i don't know what happens already yeah. no i don't want that is like one of my biggest fears you know how the acrophobia fuck drops man. though and you're stopped by breaks and stuff yeah, yeah. that's not how free fall stops free fall you're doing this you go way up high and it drops the elevator shaft that you're sitting in you're in seats there's two there's seats up front and seats in the back kind of like you know what is it a tower of terror or whatever yeah, right, right. disney world never been there but i know what you no, mean. but you know what yeah, i mean yeah. It, you're kind of in an elevator shaft, but not as nice as that. It's literally just looks like sheet metal and you drop down. And when you get to the bottom, it just goes at a full 90 degree <laughs> and shoots out like that and then breaks and goes down. So you go from free falling to all of a sudden going, bam, slamming nah, your head dude, the G force in the fuck back. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's what I grew up with. Nah, dude. Well, see the thing with the agoraphobia thing is the horror stories that you hear, the, that shit snapping and stuff. I looked at Matthew, and he laughed after I said this, but I was dead serious. I said, if I die from this, I will haunt you. Yeah. Because I'm not meant to die on this fucking stupid-ass ride. Because he was like, oh, you said every ride, every ride in Six Flags. And I was like, yeah, but we didn't every ride the coaster. we didn't ride the kiddie ride. Every roller coaster, that way you go. I was like, we didn't ride the kitty rides. He's like, yeah, but it's a ride. I'm like, let me ask you this, and then I gotta pee real quick. But let me ask you this: Did you go to the monster plantation, or is that still there? It's the monster mansion, and yes, dude. It, it used to be called the plantation. Yeah, yeah. It's the monster mansion now because yeah. plantation is racist. Well, but I get it. Oh, look at that one. I mean, we I gotta get, get the camera for the. Episode. Yeah, we gotta get a crackhead camera. Right, I'm gonna piss um, no, the thing with Monster Mansion is, uh, I was I was riding that one, and once you get inside of it, it's so trippy. I like I immediately was like, oh, dude, I would love to do mushrooms in this. And then I saw the fucking once you go into the dark side, you know, when you go into the marsh, don't go into the marsh, you know that part. Yeah. 
I started going into that, and you know the the sound changes, and there's a bunch of, and you're still in the light side of it. You know what I mean? So you're still seeing all the happy go lucky shit behind you, and then it starts getting real dark. I was already high enough on weed that I was like, if I was tripping on mushrooms, I would climb the fuck out of this boat and be like, nope, nope, nope. I'm staying with these guys. These guys are nice and happy. I am not going in that dark shit. Not a fucking chance, dude. There's no way. I I I was envisioning myself climbing, tripping balls, climbing out, and right. just being like sitting there with one of the monsters, be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, well, I'll wait for the next boat. I'll wait till security. I'll wait till they open nice that way. road. They got that road closed, and I'll just wait till the <laughs> make repairs. The sheriff's here, so I'm saying. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff's here. He's he's got my back. We'll be all right. It's a sheriff. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, don't go. Yeah, yeah. don't go into the marsh. Don't yeah, go man. into marsh. Yeah. And then you, what, doesn't it end with like you going into a giant mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, teeth, sharp teeth. Yeah. Shit, yeah. At the end, of they, cause it has like a poem where it's like, blah, 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 humans get eaten by the monsters or something like that. Yeah. And then you get eaten. Like they tricked you all along. Now I'm imagining this shit because tripping. Yeah. Because you get <laughs> to the mouth and now you're freaking out. But then you get back to that point where there's the sheriff again and he's like, whoa, you made it. Yeah, yeah. But. You have two paths you can go down that I could see right there. One is, oh, thank God, it was tough. Fuck, shit. You know, da, da, da. Or you go, oh my God, they got him too, and he doesn't even realize it. <laughs> now we're all just living in the stomach. Get off the ride still thinking that. No, y'all understand. We're inside a G- Guys, don't just warning everyone in line. Don't go in there, don't, dude. Don't. You get eaten by a monster. Okay. Don't, dude. I think I'm a ghost right now. I think I'm, I'm either a ghost or I got shit out. If you can see me, I'm a ghost. I got eaten by a monster. Don't go in there. Yeah, don't ride that. That's not a log flume. Freak out all the kids. They're like, what are, you, what are you talking about, daddy? A log flume. That is not. But we did have, like, mountain. we had a dad and two little girls behind us. Uh-huh. And I was, the whole time I was sitting there thinking about that, I was like, what if they just saw a grown man climb out of this boat? Go, no, no, no. I can't go in the dark. I can't go in the dark. <laughs> He's fucking climbing it. Daddy, but why is he scared? That's a six foot. <laughs> Daddy, he's a big man and That's he's a scared. That's a 190 pound man climbing out of his damn chair over there. Oh, shit. He looks like he could beat somebody up, but he's running from it. And that was what? What? Okay, because I have to picture this now. <laughs> what was the dad like? What did he look like? Was he built? Oh, he did not want to be on the boat with me. No, no, but he I, he could tell that we were like. I'll tell you. So no, he, but I'm build wise. A build wise, yeah. He he. Matthew was like rocking the boat, and I was like, dude, there's little girls. Stop, like whispering to him. He's like, don't give a shit. I'm like, that dad will beat the fuck out of you. Oh, so he was a. He, I mean, he wasn't like Jack, but that dude could hold his own. I. Okay. He looked like he could hold his own. Okay. He looked. I mean, he looked like if it came down it to my it, imagination to it a little bit more because. Just a pussy ass dad. Yeah, I'm picturing you know a small frame person. Say say me, my size. I'm a small person. I'm five eight, hundred eighteen pounds. Um, let's say that, but without the confidence and stuff like that. They're kind of more. No, okay, honey, we'll go do what you want. Kind of imagine that. Right. Okay. And then she sees. A man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I have, I'm, I'm from different 
if somebody else my side had didn't have the kind of just confidence or whatever yeah what i have that makes me me and in me and they're more timid instead <laughs> Just imagine, they see a grown ass man, <laughs> six foot, hundred ninety pounds, just man, with long hair. You know, get up. He's got to have glasses too. I don't know why I need him to have glasses. Now this like guy, glasses, the big fucking, you know, this guy looked right. like he was probably like prior military. Or oh no, okay. Yeah, he he would have been like, he'd have been like, he would have whispered at the girls. He's on drugs. That dude's a. Pussy. He's either a pussy or on drugs. <laughs> Yeah, nah. He he. When he got on, he got he gave me and Matthew a death stare. Like, don't fuck this up for my little girls. Like that kind of look. And I was like, understood. So I just because I was sitting. You know how the boats are. It's like two. It's like a bench, a bench, and then right, a bench. Right. So it was mom and Matthew, and then I'm in the middle by myself, and then they're behind me. So I, I like I even so ducked you could lean in and say shit. Well yeah, I was leaning in to say shit, but also I was ducking down so they could get the full experience, you know. But yeah, I mean that dude that dude looked at us like don't yeah, be stupid. You know, he kind of gave me that presence that let you yeah. know. So I was like that's when Matthew started rocking, I was like, Hey, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. No, I just I had the I had the picture of that. Um but to tie things in together between the roller coasters and stuff at Six Flags and what we were discussing about ass- assisted suicide real quick. Can't wait to hear this tie-in. That's going to be a hell of a knot, son. Let's see it. <laughs> so, you're my brother, so you know this. So, Dad's had some events in his life, right? He's tried a few times. Or talked about trying, you know. To just end it all, Right? For the viewers, don't get sad. It's it's all right. Like yeah, he's homophobic. <laughs> he eats Skittles, but he separates them by color, so he doesn't have to taste the rainbow. Uh, I'm gonna go buy him a bag of Skittles now. <laughs> Just get him a Skittle. Make shirt. him eat them in front of me so I can watch and see how he does it. Does he go for a handful or does he go out and like, <laughs> <laughs> just picking him out of the back? What are you doing? Well, cause I ain't tasting the rainbow. I mean, especially because he makes up stuff. They ain't getting me with these gay stuff. pills. He, he'd be sitting there. He'd be like, the yellow ones give me memories of Nom or something, you know? Had you, Dad, were... you were in high school. <laughs> no. And Nom? Dad, that would have been being born. <laughs> no. It was 63 to, like, 74. So he'd been in elementary. He'd been a baby to elementary school. What year was that born? 61. So he'd been 2 to 11. Or 2 to 13. They let him in the list that early? <laughs> it was a different time. I don't know. Dude, don't step on my material. <laughs> I got jokes about this. Right, no. <laughs> no, I'm just so, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. About. Outside of the little rabbit drill we went on there. So back to the dad roller coasters assisted suicide. So if he ever has this moment again, because now he wouldn't the I was there when the doctor said he wouldn't live past fifty. Yeah. He's sixty one years old, right? Somehow. It'll be 62, 62 December. Yeah, yeah. 62. Right? Yep. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It'll be 62, yeah. 62. So, no. Yeah, 61, 23, 62. I'm confused then because my stepdad's 13 years older than my mom and dad's two years older than my mom. Irrelevant. <laughs> That's how I do my math in my head to figure out how old my parents are. Anyways, irrelevant. You're right. Anyways, uh, Next time he has one of these, uh, you know, things because his he's in some conditions, right? Yeah, <laughs> we could say that. Dad, we got you. You want to go out and you want to go out your way. Let's do it together. We're gonna not all of us kill each other, not, right? Just only you're dying. We're we're gonna go have fun together. We're gonna go one last. Did they have the ninja? Nah. Why? Well, yeah, yeah, kinda. Kinda. It's way better now. Cool. It's called the Skyhawk. Are you around as much? No, 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 it doesn't have the head thing. So you know that was the main thing is like yeah, the head braces. <laughs> you're just like doing that. No, so it's called the Skyhawk or Blue Hawk or something like that now. And it's the same ride, but it's painted blue and it's a better seat. Okay, so it's, up, it's updated. Yeah, but we take them to Six Flags, and we ride every roller coaster until. He has a heart attack. <laughs> the defibrillator gives out. Dude, just <laughs> put him on acrophobia. Is that what he has? The defibrillator. It's not a pacemaker. He's a defibrillator. Yeah. So we just have to wait till it runs out of batteries. Be like, Dad, you're good for another one? Yeah. 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 Let's, let's go ride acrophobia. Going out your way, having fun. Oh, you're going to have a heart attack in the middle of it. But we'll give you. <laughs> Got to have him. He has to have something to help with the pain. Cause yeah. Oh, dude, we'll just dub them up on morphine. We'll have them one of those. Now they have IV drips that you can just tape to your arm and have it in there. So we'll just have them on a morphine packet and be like, I'm yeah. starting to feel my back. And then you just swap them out. Time for a new pack, buddy. We got you. <laughs> we're going, we're going to enjoy this again. Just fucking nodding off on the Goliath. <laughs> and then, and this sounds so terrible, but again, jokes, comedy. <laughs> Comedy. Comedy. Uh, right before, like, he's about to go. Like, you know, this is it. No more roller coasters. After. That was it. Yeah. You just whisper in his ear. It's the best time ever. <laughs> that makes up for my childhood. <laughs> Thanks for one good memory. <laughs> just the, that was better than any die. weekend we ever had. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a morphine. You know he'd be hallucinating and shit. Yeah. How long have we been I going? Think for, for me to say something like that would hurt him, though. Oh, and I don't want to hurt my dad. How long have we been it's going? It's a joke. How long have we been recording? Mostly. Mostly a joke. I mean, it is a joke, but there's some. You know, 57 minutes. 57. And you take out about 10 minutes worth of the joke I can't put in there. That's not 10 minutes. No, nah, whatever. I'm just saying, give or take. So I said. <laughs> so, <laughs> just so go into it. to be bleeped out. <laughs> and it's just going to be, we go from that to all of a sudden a different conversation. <laughs> just a jolt. Yeah. yeah. So I said, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think I think that's all right to call it. I don't think it's that long of stuff we're cutting out. That's what, a good forty-five minute podcast. It's decent. Almost an hour. Almost an hour. It's probably fifty minutes solid. 
Yeah, still don't have a name, but you know that doesn't matter. You'll know the name when you see it. When you're looking at the video right now, if you look down and hold on, let me do that right below Jet. (laughs) We look right below Jet. It'll give our logo and the name and yeah, yeah. Y'all know how YouTube works. Um, thanks again to Urban Leaf. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe. Are we that kind of? No, no, we're not that. We're not YouTubers. Thanks to Urban Leaf. For uh, again, letting us use their facility. Um, thank you to no one that's listening for listening. And mm-hmm. if you got room in your closet, hang this up.